Yo, has the NBA ever been in a better place than it is right now? The Western Conference is very busy at the top, but it also might be completely wide open. Nikola Jokic, the last 13 to 15 games he's played, he's literally playing at a historic pace. Jamal Murray just put away the Boston Celtics. The Nuggets seemingly are getting on a roll. They got the Indiana Pacers coming up tonight. Let's talk about the NBA, the Western Conference, and what the Denver Nuggets have to do to take over the top of the West here at Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets. This is your host, Swiper. Thankful that you all are here. This is your team every day. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We're continuing to build up the Lockdown Nuggets community, trying to get to 10,000 subscribers. And I feel like we're knocking on the door, getting more and more people in here every single day. Y'all, this is the best place to be. The Denver Nuggets coming off of two straight wins versus the Boston Celtics and then versus the Washington Wizards. Tonight, they take on the Indiana Pacers and in Going to be a really, really fun game. Pascal Siakam is an Indiana Pacer. There's going to be a lot to tap into with that. But, y'all, before we get there, we got to talk about the Western Conference. The Western Conference, man, it is a bloodbath right now. The Western Conference has a lot of extremely competitive teams, teams that are playing out of their minds right now. you got the Los Angeles Clippers that have been maybe the best team in basketball the last month and a half. You have the Timberwolves, who just come off a shocking loss to the Charlotte Hornets. OKC Thunder playing really well as well. There are so many things happening. Shout out to you, Tony. Thank you so much. Uh, I was down in the weather a little bit, feeling a lot better today. Got my trusty Gatorade bottle with my water. I'm locked in today, y'all. But y'all, the Denver Nuggets, man, they're in prime position. Now, I know you got a chance to hear from Adam and Matt the other day, and I know they got a chance to talk about the the Wizards game, talk about the Boston Celtics game, but I think the way things are going, man, the Nuggets are in a really, really interesting predicament right now. And, Rob, you beat me to it because we're going to talk about that a little bit later in segment two because that's a lot of tapping to about Joker. But if you look at the Western Conference standings right now, currently – the Minnesota Timberwolves are in first place. They're 30 and 13 on the year. The OKC Thunder, they're 29 and 13. The Denver Nuggets are 30 and 14. The LA Clippers are 27 and 14. The Phoenix Suns are 25 and 18. The New Orleans Pelicans are 25 and 18 as well. And then you got in the play in the Sacramento Kings at 24 and 18. The Dallas Mavericks at 24 and 19. The LA Lakers at 22 and 22. And they're playing the Clippers tonight, I believe, with no LeBron James. And then you got the Utah Jets, who have been dominating down the last 15 or so games, playing very well. And then right outside the plan, you got the the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. The Western Conference is nothing to play about. The Western Conference is nothing to play about. Teams are playing very well. Teams are playing organized basketball. And y'all, the Phoenix Suns, don't look now. They've won six straight games. The Phoenix Suns have won six straight games. They're seven and three, sitting at the five seed. And they're three and a half game behind the Denver Nuggets. They're five games out of first, they're four and a half games uh, behind the Denver Nuggets. And they're five games out of first place. And they're three games behind the Clippers for the four seed. So 
the Western Conference, man, is a really interesting dynamic because we got a chance to see Carl Anthony Towns. If you didn't watch that Minnesota Timberwolves game last night, he had 62 points. Yeah, Towns. Carl Anthony Towns had 62 points last night. He had a true shooting of 75.3. He had the most three-pointers made by a center in a 60-point game with 10 threes made. He was 10 of 15 last night from the three-point line. And he had 62 points, eight rebounds, and two assists. And guess what? They lost the game. The Charlotte Hornets, Terry Rozier, by the way, no longer a Charlotte Hornet. He now plays for the Miami Heat. They traded a first-round pick and Kyle Lowry's expiring contract for Terry Rozier. So he's on the move. And now it's officially going to be LaMelo Ball and Smith and the rest of that roster they have going forward in that rebuilding process in Charlotte. But it was a really great game because Charlotte, they made all their shots down the stretch of that fourth quarter. The Timberwolves, they could not get a stop. And guess what? Carlton down to 62. That wasn't even the best performance of the evening last night. No. Luka Doncic had 38, 18, and 13. Jason Tatum had 38, 11, and 5 in two blocks and three steals. Jalen Brown had 35 points as well. But none of those were the best games last night. Because Joe Embiid, 70 points, 76ers record, 18 rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block on a 68.5% true shooting. The NBA is in the best place it's ever been. It's more skilled, it's more talented, and the top-end talent is better than it's ever been. Carl Anthony Towns, for most people, is not a top 25 player in the league. And he had 62 points last night. 62 points. So what this does is this shape up a very interesting stretch of games for the Western Conference because the Denver Nuggets tonight, they got the Pacers. The Nuggets have won seven out of their last 10 games. But after tonight, the Denver Nuggets, they are continuing on with this road surge that they've been on so far. And the Nuggets will play versus the Pacers tonight. On Thursday, they're playing at the New York Knicks, and then they come back home Saturday the 27th playing the Philadelphia 76ers and then playing the Milwaukee Bucks right after that. And then they got the OKC Thunder. So what the great part about this stretch of games is, this is a true championship test. A championship test because the Denver Nuggets have so many games versus quality opponents that are coming up that all have varying skill sets. You played versus Embiid and Maxi. You played versus Tatum and Brown and Al Horford and Kristoff and Derek White and Drew Holiday. And then you played versus the Washington Wizards. Then you played tonight versus Pascal Kiyakum. Tyrese Halliburton's not going to be there. And then you got the New York Knicks with Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, OG Ananobi, Isaiah Hartenstein having a great season as well. And then you get Philly back in Denver. So the question is, can the Denver Nuggets do what needs to be done? Can they do what needs to be done to get back to the top of the West? Now, I think they can. I think they can. Now, the reason is because the Nuggets are playing extremely confident. I think especially with that win they had over Boston in Boston, what that shows them and the rest of the league is that it's still going to run through them. At the end of the day, the Denver Nuggets are going to be as good as they want to be basically every single night. That when they decide they need to lock it in and give a championship-level performance, they'll do it on the road in Boston. When they need to kind of get through a victory and they want to get done with the Washington Wizards team 
and they can beat them by nine, they'll get that done as well. But I think tonight versus the Pacers is going to be another great opportunity because they still got a lot of good players, but not Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hill, Miles Turner, Grab Pascal Siakam, Benedict Matherin is going to be there. They got a lot of good players. Jalen Smith is there. This is going to be a really, really good game. So I'm really excited to see how the Denver Nuggets decide to turn it out. Um, but I do expect them over the next week to make a real fight for that number one overall seed in the Western Conference. And I will say this. It's not that ultimately it matters to decide their fate in the West, just because at the end of the day, they're still going to have the best team and they're still going to have the best player and they're still going to have the best duo and they're still going to have the most complimentary pieces. But right now, a slate if the Nuggets are scheduled to play the Pelicans in the playoffs, the Timberwolves would play uh, between the Dallas Mavericks, the Sacramento Kings, the Lakers, or the Jazz, and so would the OKC Thunder. Now, there's a very real possibility that, let's say the Lakers make the DeJounte Murray trade. Let's say they make the Zach Levine trade. Let's say they just decide they want to start playing better basketball come playoff time, and they play versus the OKC Thunder or the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's say they're able to make that a series. They're able to make it a very winnable series where they can win in seven or in six. Let's say that those teams are still not quite there because they're not ready. Now you got to play versus Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving in your first outing. So the West, I think the thing is, it's not that it's not solidified at the top, but man, I think it's wide open in that that neither OKC or the Wolves are solidified. They haven't done anything yet, and they haven't lost enough yet, deep enough, I think, to have the kind of pedigree that you would expect for a team in the top two in the conference. Now, the Timberwolves, they have lost in the first round on multiple occasions, so maybe that's enough championship-level medal uh, in terms of playoff medal for them to get where they need to go. But I'm not also expecting that they're going to be fully ready and locked into those matchups. They're still going to have issues in the half court. Uh, they don't have the requisite spot-up shooting that you need in the half court setting and pull-up shooting to necessarily be a dominant half court offensive team. Now their defense is going to be really good. But nonetheless, man, I'm really, really excited to see how the West comes. And Rob asks, do you expect three and two or four and one over the next five? Now here's the thing. I do think they win versus the Patriots tonight. The New York Knicks is going to be tough because the Knicks are playing for something in the Eastern Conference right now. And the Knicks, if you look at the standings, uh, they're also sitting at the five seed at 26 and 17 on the year. And maybe they want to get home court. And they're a full game behind the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are the four seed. Basically, uh, what's funny is the Eastern Conference looks exactly how it did last season. Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Cleveland, Knicks. And then you've got the Heat, who were to play in last year. But the Heat, I think, are just overall better uh, than they were last year, a little bit healthier. I think the Nuggets maybe lose versus the Knicks, but they beat Philly and they beat the Bucks at home. I think they beat the Pacers, they lose to the Knicks, they beat Philly, they beat the Bucks at home, and I actually think they beat OKC on the road as well, given that they know that they let that game go two games ago and didn't show up for the last game they played versus them. But y'all, in segment two, we're going to talk about Nikola Jokic, man, because I think, wait, what? Uh, let me see, let me see, let me make sure, make sure I didn't miss that, let me make sure I didn't miss that, let me make sure I didn't miss that, hold on real quick. Adrian Griffin, what? Hold on. Let me check. Let me check real quick. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I do think that the Bucs are going to be a really interesting situation because their defense has not been good at all. But 
their offense has been top-level good. Top-level good. Y'all, it's real. Adrian Griffin has been fired. Breaking news. Adrian Griffin has been fired already. A half a half a season, a half a season into his tenure, a half a season into his tenure, Adrian Griffin is gone. What in the world? Wow. That's huge news, y'all. Uh, let's tap in. I'll be back uh, in segment two. A lot of stuff to get into. Really, really interesting news. Adrian Griffin is officially gone, y'all. I'll be back here for segment two. We'll talk a little bit about Nikola Jokic. Yo, so right now, I don't know about y'all, but we're in a full swing of basketball season, and there's really no better time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like same-game parlays, Find best in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in a parlay hub. The best way to find popular parlays and more. Y'all, Ravens taking on the, the Chiefs this weekend. You got the 49ers in Detroit. Great games to get invested in. That's all I'm saying. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We'll be right back here. Locked on Nuggets. So, y'all, we are back here with Locked On Nuggets. <laughs> uh, you said Giannis going to be playing with Steph next year. I'm not going to hold you. Both of those situations are kind of up in the air right now. So, man, that is insane. Adrian Griffin is gone a half a year in, right before the Denver Nuggets are about to play them. Man, that's, that's incredulous, y'all. But, look, we're talking about Nikola Jokic, man. We're talking about Nikola Jokic. I don't know about y'all, but – have you tapped in at all to what Nikola Jokic is doing so far in the last 15 games of the season? Have you seen his numbers? Y'all listen up. Because sometimes we talk about Joker, and I think we can overlook just how freaking good he's been. But Nikola Jokic, y'all, has been on an absolute tear in the last 15 games. Y'all listen to this. And somebody already beat me to it. Joker, I'm going to put it up. Joker, last 15 games, averaging, I appreciate that, Rob, 25.3 points a game, 11.1 rebounds a game, 8.7 assists per game, and he's shooting 72, 50, 90. 72, 50, and 90. And y'all, if you look at Joker's true shooting in the last 15 games, <laughs> yo, he has a 77.5% true shooting in the last 15 games, y'all. Averaging a block, averaging a steal, 71, 50, 90 splits, and a plus 134. Yo, I think... Sometimes it's easy to get lost in the mundane of the NBA season. It's easy to be distracted from 
you're seeing greatness every night. And so when you see greatness every night, you put yourself in a really difficult situation because it's like, well, you expect Joker to dominate. Like Joker just had 42 points versus the Wizards. Shot the ball 20 times. Three of those misses were putbacks, 15 to 20 from the field, 12 or 14 from the free throw line. You don't really see him do that just because you're not, he's not scoring at volume. You also then see him versus the Boston Celtics in the best game of the year where you're playing on the road versus a team that's won 20 straight games and he puts up 34, 12, and 9 and kind of just sleepwalks through Christoph Porzingis, through Al Horford. The defense has no answer for him whatsoever. And then you get a half-court heave game-winning shot versus the Golden State Warriors. And you get to see all these really crazy performances from Nikola Jokic, and sometimes you can just get lost in the sauce. And again, it's not like he hasn't been doing this versus really good teams. He's been balling. Like, Joker, I think, has put himself in a place right now where everything he does is excellent. Like, the worst game he's played recently was maybe the Philadelphia game, but he had 25 points and 19 rebounds in that game. And just three assists, you know, they were converting a lot of these these pass attempts that he's putting out there. But Joker, he had – this is his, this, these are his, his game logs. 42, 12, 8. 34, 12, 9. 25, 19, 3. 25, 12, 9. 27, 10, 14. 27, 11, 6. And then versus Detroit, <laughs> 4.7 rebounds and 16 assists. <laughs> like – that's what I mean. Joker, when he doesn't have to press the gas, you're going to get four points. But if you're going to single cover him, Boston, Washington, cool. Hink, hink, hink. Layup, layup, layup. Hook, Sombor shuffle, mid-range. It's on point. And I think what's happening now is Joker in a regular season setting, ah, 25, 11, 9, really good efficiency, really great efficiency, playing all over the place doing anything, doing everything. But I think the thing is that people about Joker have realized at this point because of the playoff run, again, last year, y'all, he averaged 30, 13, and 10 on 63 through shooting on the way to an NBA Finals and a 16-4 and four record. In the NBA Finals, five games, 30 points, 14 rebounds, seven assists on 67 through shooting. 67 through shooting, meaning he shot even better in that series than he is right now over the course of a regular season. Joker has proven that once he needs to step up his volume, he'll do it. But the thing is, it's his shot profile. What Joker does throughout the year is like he practices what he's going to do on a game out, game in basis, playoffs, regular season, whatever. So by the time he gets to the playoff, even if he's seeing more difficult coverages, okay, well, I'm already used to shooting contested six foot pull up, turn around right shoulder, and I'm already used to getting to the lane, to the lane, to the lane versus elite defenders or playoff-level elite bigs like Al Hortford, and then I'm able to get get to my spot, turn around, over the right shoulder, bank shot. Joker is working on the post. He's working on the nail. His face-up games are really solid where he needs to hit up that, that pull mid-range shot he's shooting over 50% on, or if he needs to get to the basket, to spin to the basket, get a lay or get a floater. And then on top of that, Joker's also shooting 50% from three. 50% from three. So I think a lot of this is Joker has really put himself in a situation where he's just 
mastering different parts of the game. Whatever is needed, whatever is needed, he is doing. He's not taking three-pointers right now on a consistent basis because why? I can just get where I want to get on these spots. But I think the thing about Joker that is most – makes him the best player in the world, and I think by measure, is that it's regular season, cool, dominant, dominant, MVP-level player, might win MVP again. And he's playing every game. And then when you get to the playoffs, it's like, all right, now I'm going to go all out. Because unless it's a blow, remember, he started the playoffs last year with a 14-point game, I believe, versus the Minnesota Timberwolves because it was a blowout. But if you get Joker in a situation where he needs to be great, bro, like, you're going to get an incredible performance. So right now, it feels like Joker is just kind of tidying with his game a little bit. And he's just doing what needs to be done in order to make sure the team is winning games and to make sure he's perfecting his craft. Again, last 15 games, a 77.5% true shooting. The most efficient 15-game, 25 points per game, 15-game stretch in NBA history. Like, it's him and it's Wilt in terms of just overall scoring efficiency, and he's shooting more difficult shots than Will Chamberlain did. So just an incredible run from Joker, y'all. We're going to talk about some of the other Nuggets uh, in segment three, and then we're also going to talk about the upcoming game versus the Indiana Pacers tonight, which should be a very special game, y'all. I'll also be back in Denver this week. I'll be there for the 76ers and for the Bucks game, so we're going to have some really great coverage coming up this week, y'all. Y'all, I'll be back here for segment three, Locked On Nuggets. So, y'all, prize picks. This is the largest daily, daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way for you to play daily fantasy sports is just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on a two to six player staff projection and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is one of my favorite different apps to use because this week on Prize Picks, if you want to get Steph Curry for more than 29 points or Jokic for more than 10 rebounds, you can plug that in. Anthony Davis for more than two blocks or Damian Lillard for more than four three-pointers, you can plug that in as well. Prize Picks has quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types. That's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So, y'all, make sure you go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizefix.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. We'll be right back here at locked on. Nuggets. So y'all, we are back here for segment three of locked on nuggets. And again, I talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, the bucks coach was fired, uh, Man, we found out closing out segment one that Adrian Griffin was gone. And this is, quick thoughts, a really interesting move. I don't know how much of a cultural fit that he was because Terry Stotts was also on that uh, that coaching staff, and he left earlier this year. Um, again, remember, he was a really great coach with the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know if this was a philosophical disagreement or if there were some other issues at play here. But I'll just say it like this. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks – they were falling apart defensively. They haven't been good defensively at all. They hire, they hire a uh, coach that apparently Giannis Antetokounmpo wanted. 
they hire somebody that after they got Damian Lillard, like they're like, or when they got Damian Lillard so here, build an offense around it. Their offense was elite. Their defense just wasn't there. Again, maybe he's being blamed. If it's a basketball thing, he could be taking some of the blame for the defensive issues they've had. They've changed up their coverages a little bit. But my whole thing is like they have Malik Beasley, Pat Connington, Damian Lillard, and then Andre Jackson and Marjon Bochamp and then Jay Crowder. Like, what do you expect from them defensively? Uh, and the honest and Brooke also just haven't been the same level of players. So this is uh, – wait a minute. What? The Bucks are planning to quickly pursue a small pool. Adrian Wojnarowski, small pool of accomplished and available veteran head coaches, and Doc Rivers is near the top of the list. Uh, this is going to be really interesting to see who they end up grabbing. Um, so – Doc Rivers has emerged as a series candidate to become the Milwaukee Bucks head coach. So, y'all, no idea. I, I I have no idea. We'll see. Anyway, to get to the game, the Denver Nuggets are playing versus the Indiana Pacers. And the Pacers are currently slotted at 24 and 19. Again, no Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has playing really incredible as of late. Uh, really, Jamal Murray has, Nikola Jokic has, Aaron Gordon been up and down with his shooting. Uh, but he's also played really good. The last time these two teams played, yeah, Rob, yeah, Andre Jackson and Bochamp are the best perimeter defenders, which first year and second year player. So that speaks to that. Uh, the last time the Nuggets and Patriots played was 117 to 109. That was the game score. Uh, KCP had 11 points. Aaron Gordon had 20 and 10. Porter had 25, 8 and 5. And he was 7 of 11 from the three point line. Uh, Jamal Murray had 25 points and 8 assists. He was 11 of 18 from the field. And Jokic, was 12 of 13 from the field versus Miles Turner and Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. 25, 12, and 9 on 12 of 13 from the field. And all the starters, except for Jamal Murray, were in a double-digit plus in that game. Reggie Jackson, 9 points and 4 assists in the last game. Uh, the Vince did not score a lot in that game at all. Uh, the Pacers, uh, Bruce Brown, no longer there, at 18, 10, and 6. Really good game. Now you got Pascal Siakam. Buddy Hill at 16. Andrew Nimhart at 12 and 7. Miles Turner only had 12 and four and was in foul trouble over the course of the game with five fouls. Obi Toppin had 11 off the bench. Benny had 12 off the bench. And Isaiah Jackson had 12 and seven off the bench. So I'll say this this should be a game the Denver Nuggets are able to get through. Not easily because the Patriots are a good team, but they should be able to dominate this team. They're not big enough. They don't have the defenders. And if Joker just plays a Washington Wizards level game, like hunting his spots. They can't do anything about it. Jamal Murray should eat. They don't have any. And again, I think, let me correct myself. Jamal Murray, it doesn't matter if you have elite POA defenders. That's not how Jamal Murray plays. Bando, great POA defender, was cooked. Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Derek White, they're all supposedly really good POA defenders. Jamal Murray cooked every single one of them. It's not about the defense, which Jamal is all about how he approaches mentally and what he needs to give to that game. If Jamal Murray has a basic game, he'll have another 25-point, eight-assist game tonight. Michael Porter Jr. is the one that he should have fast-break opportunities from the three-point line. He should have corner spot-up opportunities from the three-point line. That DHO with Nikola Jokic should be on fire today. The thing about it is Porter, like, not only does he not have a matchup, but Porter also is playing very well and shooting very well. So I think that what we're currently slotted with 
with the Denver Nuggets is, is that they have everything in front of them to take advantage of tonight's matchup. And I think that this is going to be a really, really good game all the way around. But the Nuggets should be able to handle this game. I think the Nuggets win tonight uh, around uh, – should be another 118, 108 victory, something like that. Like, the Nuggets are the only team this year, or at least up to that point, they're the only team to hold the Pacers to zero quarters, scoring over 30 points in a quarter this season. Now, again, Howley was not there. I get that. But some of this is the Nuggets – this should be a great game for Reggie Jackson, for Christian Brown. And Peyton Watson off the bench, they all should be able to take advantage of tonight's matchup. Get downhill, you get to the rim, you're going to have spot up opportunities when the defense collapses. Uh, the Nuggets should be able uh, to do away with this game uh, fairly easily and really get ready for another matchup versus the New York Knicks. So I'm actually really excited to watch this. Um, I think this is going to be a really good game. And I'm actually really excited to see how Joker comes out and plays tonight. Um, this should be a lot of fun. Uh, this really should be a lot of fun for the Nuggets, and I think this is going to be a great game. What do y'all think? Let me know in the comment section. Let me know in the comment section what you're thinking. Uh, Mike averaged over 17 and nine in the last 10. Yeah. And again, but this is nothing. This is nothing new. Michael Porter Jr. has been incredible, and I think some of this is is that Porter has just gotten more and more comfortable with what he's supposed to be doing and how he's supposed to be playing. And I think the Nuggets are also finding more opportunities for him. And so he's scoring higher volume just because the ask is greater now. And also here's, again, this is, this is the thing. Porter versus Golden State had eight points uh, in the last Golden State victory that they had. Um, that's when he got phased out a little bit. But point totals, Porter, in the last several games, Porter has scored 19, 13, 20, 25, and 20. He had 13 versus Boston, 19 versus the, the Wizards. And before that, he had five points versus Utah. Everybody had a bad game that game. And then he had 18 versus Detroit, 22 versus Orlando. Got iced out of that game. Eight versus Golden State and 22 versus Charlotte. When they use Porter, Porter has been incredible. So look for another great game for him tonight. Y'all, shout out to y'all. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Indiana Patriots tonight. We'll be back here tomorrow. Have a special episode from Adam and Matt. Hey. I will see y'all on the other side.